Hi, I'm Izzy, host of the STEM Untapped podcast. This week, we're releasing an episode with some of our best bits from the last year. So where I work and where we fly the birds is right on top of a beautiful wetland reserve. And traditionally, lots of people that work on the reserve do what we think of as animal conservation. So, you know, they'll go out and do field projects and they'll kind of do surveys on different animals that are on the reserve. And I think the kind of work that we do, so sitting with our geese and feeding them their favourite treats and getting to know them, can feel like a really, really different kind of fluffy, if you like, like a fluffy approach to conservation science. So sometimes there have been comments about how emotional we are, and I think we're supposed to take it in a negative way. But we're all very good at recognizing that the nature of this job is being emotional about your animals and it makes you better at your job as well. Because if you really care about them, if that animal one day suddenly feels maybe a bit sick or is a bit off of its food and it's not behaving quite right, you are the best person, so better even than the vets, to tell somebody that there's something wrong with that animal. So it makes you really effective at your job caring for them. We were just wondering for like any discoveries that you have been a part of or things that you've found out through your research. My PhD project up in Edinburgh was looking at some new data, some new images we had. When I started my PhD supervisor, he sort of said, here are some files, go and have a look and see if you can find any galaxies in these files. And we were expecting, like based on the previous work, so all the all the other people had been working for decades before, that, that maybe I would find one of the galaxies I was interested in. These are really special galaxies because they are extremely distant from us. And so they're very rare, but very exciting when we find them. So I thought, OK, I'm going to spend a few years trying to find one galaxy. <laughs> but I, I set to work and actually I found I found 10 and that was really exciting. It was super exciting. It also made my PhD work a bit more interesting because I had 10 galaxies, not just one. So that's nice. Yeah. But it was like really exciting for the, the scientific community as well, because it changed what we thought was happening in terms of the physics. It meant that galaxies could form like more often than we thought before. So it was actually really interesting scientifically as well and that's kind of been the start starting point of my career was this discovery of more galaxies than we were expecting. I mean the work that I was doing in remote environments was was looking at in Cape Verde it was really looking at what is the background atmospheric chemistry like so what happens in the atmosphere where there isn't much influence from people but what we see there is that we still see some signatures in some of the pollutants that are indicative of there being human activities partially because there's obviously still things happening around the island but actually we get air mostly off the sea there so really that's all about transport from other areas where things are happening and unfortunately most places unless you're on an island in the middle of the ocean you can really see the impact of human activities whether that be the people who are living there or whether that be the activities that are happening so we did some work in Borneo in the rainforests and you see huge amounts of emissions from the activities around running a forest if you like so chopping down trees the machinery that they have the processing that they have you see big emissions from and then you see emissions from 
there they, they were planting palm oil plantations. So you see emissions from fertilizing of those palm oil plants. So, so you actually have from almost any human activities, you see different emissions profiles. And some of those, some of those emissions, we see a lot of particulate matter coming over, which has been caused by emissions either of gas phase or of particle pollution in Europe that's been transported over the sea to mm. us. And then we export our pollution elsewhere. So what's your favourite thing about your job? So my favourite thing, I don't know, I think is seeing something that's ill and then reading the next day and saying that was doing better or reading by the end of that week and um, seeing, oh, she's doing better. It's like it's, it's fixing them, really, making them feel better. Because, you know, if you do that, I have a happy cow and you have a happy farmer and everybody's happy. So that's, that's what I like more about that. I, I get more satisfaction from that than anything else. How we use the lasers is we need to be able to say how conductive a material is, how good it will be in your device. And it's kind of a bit counterintuitive because you'd think that a lasers are quite powerful, that they just blow up the material, right, and damage the material. And that can often happen if you have a really high power and a really short time scale, you can certainly damage materials. And this is actually used in manufacturing. If we kind of change the energy in a pulse of that laser, you can put the laser on a material without damaging it. Thank you for joining another STEM Untapped podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, then subscribe for free on your podcast app. You can follow us on Instagram at STEM Untapped. If you know of a school or group of students who would like to interview female or non-binary role models, do get in touch. Likewise, if you know of anyone who would be a great role model, then let us know. Our details are all documented in the show notes.